It's either that or we talk about a farting competition where nobody farted. Marty, you make the call. <laughs> Just know, either way, I'll make fun of you. Plans are optional. Episode 27. We're back at it. Sorry about last week. It went a little bit long. But, you know, Harry Potter trivia, it's a pretty serious thing. Is it? That's right. All, all the podcast was Harry Potter, right? Uh, we had an article from Marty, but... Neil, have you recovered from your beating last week? No. I'm still bruised and beaten. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I can't yeah. walk down the street anymore without wearing a, a mask to cover my face. People throw, little... they throw things at me. <laughs> That's a little... Uh... Dramatic. It was, yeah. I expect that from Marty, not from you. But uh, I did get some feedback from the librarian, because she called me out yeah. for being wrong about the aberrating question. Did she give you any any flack at all, Marty? Absolutely not. She actually said the Patronuses that I missed, she wouldn't have got them either, because they were you pointless. You said blue eyes! <laughs> Okay, well that's ridiculous. I'm a so right before this episode, I had recorded a bit to go into the other episode, but if she didn't give you any flack, I'm gonna leave it how it is. Ha. So hold on, are you saying there's a correction that you have to announce? There is. Uh, uh, there no, there was. There was a correction. So Andrew asked a question incorrectly. Uh, the question was at what what age or what's the magical thing that you can do when you're 16 to travel and you know the one that marty replied a log flume yeah so i remember that one <laughs> i said you say log flume and i get the year off by one that's <laughs> gap, ridiculous gap in knowledge it's librarian okay. we're fighting now i hope you know <laughs> so what's the correction it's 17 and not 16, as Andrew uh, asked. Because apparently 17 is when you're an adult. I'm just saying 16-year-olds can have fun too, all right? An adult where? In in Harry Potter world? In in mm-hmm. the wizarding world. Oh, okay. Because in the real world, that's not true, is it? I guess it depends where you're at. Yeah, kids but are, most countries it's 18, right? Kids are growing up faster, though. Now. Are they? Uh, they seem... I still haven't grown up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm still working men on it. I grown up yet. Yeah, we're playing video games after this. What do you expect? <laughs> I've been in middle school for 10 plus years. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You haven't even got to high school yet. I know. Bomb bomb. Yeah. Ding. But, uh, yeah. That was last week. If you guys want to check it out, take take a listen to it and uh remember you can always complain about how i ask questions on the facebook at optional plans or no fa- what what is our facebook plans are optional plans are optional on uh twitter at optional plans there we go yeah go also you complain about his scorekeeping too hold on the scorekeeping was on point you can go through there with a with a fine that was uh, yeah. That was yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It was professional, all the way. You sharpen your pencil and keep track, and realize I did a fantastic job. Anyways, what'd you guys do this week?
Um, okay, good, good. I don't know what I did this week. It's like this week just happened, and here I am again. Um, hmm. I did do more D&D, but this time at a friend's house. Uh, who knows what they're doing. That was fun. Took my son. Had a good time. So you didn't uh, take the rest of the family with you? It was just you and your no, son this time? No, just me and my son, yeah. Yeah, because I think that the... Well, definitely the wife and the daughter. Now that we went and had a fantastic time, she's like, oh, I want to come. Why can't I come? But at the time, it's like, oh, yeah, you go. And I think they went to the mall or something and, and did something else. And I took my son and there was a bunch of other young... It was for young kids, you know, because he's only five. So, yeah, it was actually really fun. Um Wait, yeah. you said they did the more awesome thing? No, they they went to the mall. Oh, the mall. Yeah, they went to the mall or something like that. Some, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can a see how case that, of yep. <laughs> a little case of accent getting in the way there. Yeah. I thought so, you said more awesome thing, not mall or something. Mall, more awesome thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're the same. It's, it's the pretty same good, thing. isn't it? Is, yeah. Is, is it one. is it the mall or is it the more awesome thing? Which is it? <laughs> he's saying the same thing. I think he's just messing with us. No, I'm genuinely not messing with you. I said the mall or something, but it does sound a lot like the more awesome thing. I can't wait for this to come out <laughs> and for us to listen to it <laughs> and just be like, what is he saying? You know what, guys? Can you just stop taking, take, making fun of, of my accent? We would never. <laughs> we would never do that. Uh, I'm not making fun of anything. I'm just saying they sound exactly the same. No, they do. They're actually quite funny, right? I agree. I hear you. I understand why it may have sounded that way. So can you, can you type out what, what they actually did? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Anyways, well, that's cool. So your son enjoyed enjoyed the D and D day, though. He did it very much. Enjoy it, um, and I, I personally thought it was hilarious. Um, you didn't have to. I was in. To- I I played as well, but w- there were adults there, but we were more, you know, supporting. Just we weren't. We so you didn't, you didn't have to DM, is what you're saying. No, I did not. That's my, why my, you liked it. I, exactly. And my friend did it. And he's got years of experience. And he was really, really good at it. And he does it for his nephews. Um, he's been doing it for a few months. So, you know, he's he's been catering it to them. But he, but he also has all the equipment. He has these little... little um, Don't you just act- need dice? Well, you do. But... You know the inter the it's more fun and it turned I can see why he has all of these little pieces that you put together to make the rooms and the dungeons and you make it out and you actually put your little characters in it and then when you move into the next room say you know you they quickly rearrange the room again so it kind of adds to the immersiveness and it also allows you to keep track of where your characters are because they're just sitting there in the actual space instead of everyone doing it in their imagination. So that actually was a good, is a good feature. But since he's been playing the game for like 25 years, you know, he has a, a fair amount of, of um, stuff that he can use. So it was, it was super fun. Yeah. Very good. It was, it was more good. F- funny. It was funny as much as it was fun. It was just, 
comedy. Right. So, yeah. What about you, Marty? How about your week? Oh, it was a good week. Uh, busy week. Uh, work is picking up now that the school year is more in full swing. Um, this week will get even busier. Uh, weekend was good until uh, the Cougars lost. Uh, what the heck was that? 63 points. You score 63 points in a football game and you lose? What? I just can't. I couldn't believe it. So I didn't actually. I haven't watched the game yet. I have it. Uh, I have it recorded. But when I actually was going in, I went. Uh, I was going out and I entered the bar right as it was ending, and so that kind of just took the wind out of my sails there. But I wasn't too surprised because I remember back in like 2014 against Cal, it was 61 to 59, and they yeah. lost that one. I watched that game, and that game ended. Like I, I just don't, I don't understand that. And that was the last that, game I went to, actually. Ugh. Anywho, that was that was a rough uh, Saturday, but then uh, Sunday happened and just kind of took it easy. And you know, it's nice being able to catch back up with you guys. And both play some Rocket League. Um, we hadn't done that in a while, and uh, do that. So you That's watched you watched the Cougs on Saturday, though. Uh, I fell asleep. When they were up, and I was like, okay, this is going to be good, because I was just a really exhausting week. And then I woke up, and I checked the score, and I was just, like, dumbfounded. If you hear the score 67 to 63, you do not think that's a football game. You think that's a basketball game or something. And I just can't believe it. So. I think we've lost Neil on this conversation. Do you know what we're talking about, Neil? Yeah. I, I do. I know football. I didn't know about this game. I mean, it's a very it's a very high scoring game. Yeah. Uh, you are now because you're in association with this podcast. You're going to be a Cougar football fan, Is Washington right? State. Yeah. I've always been a Dallas fan. No, no, no. This is college football. Oh, college. Okay, got it. Yeah. Fine. They're now my team. I don't have a t- college <laughs> team. So. No, you do. You do I now. Do. You do now. And uh, we'll have Marty teach you the fight song. Got it. Not right a, now, though. At a later date. Here. <laughs> at a later date. So, um, did you guys go to Washington State, or why? Why follow? Why do you follow that college? Just I did. Your nearby college. It's my alumni, or that's uh, where I'm. I went to school. So, they didn't have my major, else I would have. But I used to go there when I was a kid a lot. So, um, cool. Well, this this weekend was the weekend Andrew and I were supposed to hang out, and then I uh, had to back out for something. So, uh, Andrew, how was your adventure this weekend? Hold on, this is why I asked you what you did on Saturday. You said you fell asleep watching the Cougar game. I know. So, how, why were you backed out? Yeah, well, <laughs> you were so. Busy. I want to hear the story of why you had to back out. So. Uh, we're entering harvest time for the winery. So hours are getting pretty, um, full for a lot of the workers at the winery. And so they can't necessarily leave the harvest part to go and cover the tasting room. And, uh, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, I have a celebration of life for my friend who passed away earlier in the summer. And so I made the the adult decision to 
that I should be at that celebration of life for my uh, long, you know, one of my lo- longest friends that I've had. You know, um, we go by, way back from um, uh, childhood, even further back than Andrew and I, and um, our families have been really close and intertwined. So uh, making the decision to go to that event and not going to do uh, the Tough Mudder this past weekend with Andrew. Um, but and that's so, next week, you said. It's in two weeks. And so I... So? I understand what you're saying. I mean, there's with, only so much time you can take off. There's oh, some, okay. There's so, so it's much about taking the time off at the winery is the, is the point. Right. And oh, because you didn't mention the winery. It sounded like you had a break this weekend from the if, winery. I guess no, I oh. I was working at the winery all weekend. Um, Got it. And then, so, like, there's people that are gearing up for harvest that are going to be working 12, mm-hmm. 12 to 16 hours a day, bringing in grapes and other things. And so, um, when well, you're... Yeah, conf- what other things do they harvest? Well, grapes, and they have to get them all done and put in the... <laughs> Well, you said other things. I want to know what the other things are. What other things? Well, they have to do punch downs. They have to do other cleaning. They have to break the cap. This is going to be our our viticulture episode. You're going to teach us everything. So, with the fermentation, uh, it creates bubble a bubble cap on on top from the yeast, and so they have to break the cap to keep the oxygen going for the yeast to um, to continue to feed, and so the bacteria doesn't die, and you have to do that every couple of hours. So um, that means somebody pretty much has to come in into the winery and break the cap and punch down every so often, you know, for the next couple of months. Um, and all while they're still getting in the fruit and doing everything to make it and then put it in barrels and all this other stuff. So it's a long process. It's the busy time of the year. A lot of times wineries do not, they only have kind of skeleton crews. Um through most of the year, but then harvest is they, you know, uh, the employee uh, pool at the winery is going to almost triple, but everybody outside of the taste room that's working harvest are going to be putting in uh, almost 80 hours um, for the next little bit. And so it just leaves them shorthanded, not not able to go in and cover the area that I'm actually working the tasting room. Whereas if I can, give them a little time off and whatnot, then, you know, not be a burden. And for all of October anyway, um, because of my crazy schedule, I'm only able to work at the winery uh, three days for the whole month. So I needed to be there. So I, like I said, the Tough Mudder was, I really wanted to do it, but it was just one of those things that I had to, I had to make a, a adult decision and I, I'm actually, you know, it. I will seeing the pictures from Andrew's weekend and everything. Like, um, trust me, I would have much rather have been running that with you. Uh, no so. worries about it. I understand. Doesn't mean I'm gonna stop giving you a hard time. Uh, actually, yeah. So, so this weekend I did the tough mutter. Um, you were missed. One of uh, one of the people in our group said, "I wish Marty was here." I was banking on him to be here so we won't have to go as quick. <laughs> Any retort, Marty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because 
I was uh, um, part of the reason I, w- I wasn't going as fast last year is I was also trying to keep a part of our group together and make sure that we weren't leaving another person behind. Yeah, that's so fair. who was that's fair. Uh, uh, so it was like you know the 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 part that you want to go and put a good time, but it it's mainly that you just are finishing, and it doesn't matter the time because I'm not no no it doesn't matter to to it do was, a time. But it was it does. a joke, Marty. Yeah, it does matter. But and don't worry, I took your place. I held the group back. I did it for you. So it's just. I, I, but, uh, it's nice to know I missed. I did see a comment in the group. You were that, yeah that. Uh, Somebody posted was like two days later, and somehow you have a random bruise from the tough mutter that you didn't know. Oh yeah, it was a meme, <laughs> and so one of the people in our group posted this, and it's true. I mean, you just start getting like I don't know. My my legs didn't look nearly as bad as they look today. They feel a lot better, but they didn't look how they look <laughs> two days or yesterday. How, how do they look? Are they, are they I, covered in bruises? Uh, yeah, just like cuts, bruises, kind of, it's nasty. But oh. so the Tough Mudder, if you guys aren't uh, familiar with what it is, it's a obstacle race. And this one was eight miles long. You run through mud, jump over walls. Eight, I shocked. thought it was 10. It, so I think they advertise it, uh, eight to 10 miles. This is like a little rate, maybe eight and a half miles. It's 10 miles if you count the walk to your car and back. Oh, okay. Cause they, okay. Because they have you parked so damn far away. Um, but that no, is true. It, that is a far walk. Yeah. And so we did that this weekend, and that, that was a good time. Um, I'll do it again next year, I suppose. I, don't I know. will. I'll, I'll be there next year. The, the thing about it is, it, it's, I always feel accomplished afterwards. But within the first mile of running, if anything, regardless of how long it is, whether it's Bloomsday up in Spokane, if I'm just doing a 5K for some charity, like within that first mile, I'm always like, I should have trained for this. This was a mistake. And it was no different on this one. I got to about a mile and I was like, I can sit down and hold my hammy. <laughs> did you train for it? Uh, you're seeing me. This is why I did to train this podcast. 12 ounce curls yeah making, so you did so making pretty, <laughs> you were pretty ready then you were ready oh yeah pretty ready let yeah. me tell you cool yeah. that's cool no well uh, it's cool that you can go in there though and um without training and still make it through yeah i know, yeah, I know you're not destroying it like some of these crazy people but yeah no it's it's not yeah. like i said it's just a good time like marty was saying earlier the biggest thing is just finishing and teamwork and you know having fun so it it was good um and uh yeah it was was good it was good to see some friends and i had some family do it with me amber the one who got me the socks uh she joined joined me me uh her husband joined as well which is good because he could just you know lift half of us over the obstacles Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then um yeah beast or something oh he's a big guy he's a big guy he played college football so there's this portion of the race, the hero carry, where you have to carry someone for uh, X amount of feet. And so I had him on that one. Last last year I had Marty. Um, I you know I know he's bigger than Marty, but he knows how to hold his weight better than Marty. Just let you know, Marty. <laughs> Marty's like a sack of potatoes. He's like, well, I, I don't even know what it was. Like, yeah, he's like an unruly sack of potatoes last year. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I want to see pictures of you carrying Marty through mud or whatever. 
this was just along a path, but you mm-hmm. know, maybe next wow. if I see him soon, I'll carry him for a short distance and we'll send you a photo. You know, what if Neil comes up and runs it with us next year? I would do it, yeah. I I I don't think I've done I did Spartan, not Tough Mudder. Well, um, he's going to he's going to come up similar. and be my long game Olympic long partner. Game. So, right. so you got a trip or two up here to the northwest there, Neil, next year. All right. <laughs> be there. Oh, Just there send go. me the give me the dates. Get me on that on the aeroplane. Oh, so let's see, I, 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 I was planning on skipping one obstacle in particular um, <laughs> when I was going to do this one. Um, it was going to be the shock therapy, the electrical shock therapy. Um, I heard. Why is that? I don't want to get shocked. <laughs> it, it does sound a little unnecessary. I don't want to be standing in water and get shocked. So You're not in water when you get shocked. I, I, I hear there was some shenanigans or something that went on with that or there's a story what do you mean i don't know i just heard that there was a story that we're never going to hear the end of it where'd you hear the story from it was on the facebook group i, I don't look at the facebook group man okay can so you what, paraphrase it play we'll play some telephone i'll see <laughs> I'll, I'll see if i recognize any of the story i think you even commented that it was uh something that we'll never hear the end of i can't be Held responsible for like the things I say, okay? <laughs> well, I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to be clicking and making sounds right now. So, um, yeah, you'll just okay. We'll just have to talk about it next week. I guess so. But no, the electric shock therapy that wasn't bad this year. Um, what no, was the was worst fun. obstacle? The worst obstacle? Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're all pretty. They're all pretty all right. I, there's this one point where you had to go through some culverts that were semi-submerged in water, which was fine, except they only gave you like a s- small amount of space in order to get in them. So it's kind of awkward getting in them. Oh, that's all right. They all suck equally. That's a really good selling point for Tough Mudder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all well, were there everything ones? sucks and you get sh- electric shocks <laughs> were there were there ones like monkey bars or stuff that things moved yeah. in how, how were those uh so the funky monkey which is where you are on monkey bars that are ascending and then mm-hmm. you come back down on them and then there's um a series of wheels that you have to grab onto so they're spinning wheels First one's horizontal, and the last two are uh, vertical in order to get to the platform on the end. That that one was actually... I was happy I got through that one um, because it was over... It looked like antifreeze. Uh, It didn't look like water. It it looked like antifreeze down there. Either some, like, super green Gatorade. I made it over that one fine. And then uh, one of our competitors on our team didn't make it. And I asked them, hey... What'd that taste like? And they just spit it out, hoping to hit me. But she actually hit her sister. So that was a win. Uh, <laughs> but that one was good. There's another one where you had to hold on across. And I can't, I don't know. I didn't do very good on that one. But there's nothing really to fall into. So that was nice. Anyways, uh, they're fun. If you guys ever get a chance to go out and do things like that, I encourage you to do it. Tough Mudder sometimes can be expensive if you sign up late, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you 
plan ahead early enough, it's it's fairly reasonable for a good time. You get a shirt, you can buy beer there, which is the only Don't important you get, thing. Did you get a beer? Because I remember when I did Spartan, at the end, they give you a beer. I w- Okay, so I thought, I don't know if you remember last year, Marty, uh, but you had to buy the beer this year. It's like, oh, it's a $2 beer. Oh, it's yeah. a $2 Michelob Ultra. Like, yeah. $2? I mean, and for you a pay Mich- like a, a hundred yeah. bucks or something. And they're something saying, Washington, uh, so I live in the state of Washington, and they're saying uh, you can't give out free beer in Washington. I'm like, that's a lie, I think. Uh no, but it's not free if you paid for it, and it's part of the cost yeah, of the ticket. Yeah, trust me, it's I paid for free. it somewhere. I bet. Yeah. No, it's part of a. Oh shoot, I had to take a course on it um, for banquets and stuff, and it's part of the liquor permit in the state of Washington. And depending on the on the liquor permit that they have, um, one of them you can't give out alcohol for free as a gift or part or even part of a registration thing. Um, hmm. And so you're part of the problem, Marty. All I'm saying is I took a thing on it and that was the the law. Like I'm not <laughs> I, I disagree with it too, because I had to buy the beer last year too. So um you know, like I do remember that and I wasn't too happy because I do not like Guinness and the beer they had last year was Guinness and it was the blonde Guinness too. I didn't mind the blonde so, Guinness. I I don't like Guinness. Guinness is not the beer that I would sit <laughs> and choose to drink. So I would much rather have a Michelob Ultra. Is that what you had? Michelob is is it Michelob or is it Michelob? I think Mich- Michelin is I the tire Michelob. Either way. It's, an, it's German, right? I don't know. It was fine. I mean, I'd have another one, even for $2. But paying $2 after running eight miles... For a race that I don't remember how much I paid for. Yeah. Where do you get? Where's your money? Because you you don't carry your wallet through Tough Matter, right? Uh, you could you can uh, check your bags away. Oh, so check it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I was also going to tell you guys. Uh, we didn't really go over what we did last week, the week before. But I went to a couple Mariners games, of course, and I tried to get uh, I tried to get crickets for tacos. Oh, oh yeah. So How'd I got. Go? Well, I got the crickets, right? I had plenty of crickets to go around, some for people to try, some to go on my tacos, and I walked all around the stadium. They don't have tacos there anymore, guys. What? Yeah. No more tacos. So that didn't pan out. So I just ate crickets by themselves. (laughs) So raw crickets. Seattle, a town that's known for fishing, doesn't have a place to buy fish tacos at a baseball game. Well, no, 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 not just fish tacos, any kind of tacos. But you would think they'd have fish tacos there. like. But you of... think they have regular tacos, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm they just... used to, they used to. So I talked to a few of the vendors while walking around aimlessly with a sad look on my face, and they're like, oh, yeah, we used to have tacos. I don't know where they're at this year. Well, I'll tell you where they went. I, I won't, actually, because I don't know. <laughs> but So, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, maybe next season... Maybe next season. Yeah, that's what we always say about the Mariners, too. Maybe next season. You're awful, so, Marty. So, crickets al dente for you. <laughs> and uh, you're that guy walking around the stadium. Like, well, you see I, that guy trying to get 
tacos for his crickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so they, they serve these crickets in these cups that are, I don't know, maybe three ounces, ounce and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And so I, I bought two of them because, like I said, I wanted to get some for people that haven't had the crickets mm-hmm. before and some for my tacos. I end up having way too many crickets. They're I, really good, it, though. They're they're good, but they're not good enough to eat two cups worth of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like you you start feeling like you're in a pet shop or something. Where does this? Where is this going? What happened? What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know what happens when you eat two cups of crickets. Are they bad? I didn't. I didn't end up finishing all them. Um, Yeah, it's just no. I couldn't finish them all, and I wasn't going to take them home. And so, actually, uh, I had uh, a buddy with me, and uh, we were both thinking about, okay, well, maybe we can stop by uh, a street taco place on the way back. But as soon as we got back to our bikes, it started raining really, really hard, and we're like, nope, just going home. <laughs> Good but call. You tried bad. I think you still you still ate crickets. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that wasn't. And- that wasn't why I, I went out to figure out strictly the challenge, but I think the crickets were the key ingredient. Though we weren't, we weren't questioning your ability to eat tacos. <laughs> I don't even so, know if there was actually a uh, challenge. I don't oh. think there was. Okay, so it was just purely for fun. It's how I live my life, purely for yeah, fun, Neil. It's <laughs> podcasts, tough matters, cricket tacos, yeah. all yeah. for fun. Living yeah. it, living a dream. I'm trying to think what else what else uh we might have missed since last time there's probably something but I can't remember it so yeah you're right though cuz we didn't give our, our weekly update last week so yeah. a whole week before that which I, I don't even remember the week before that so I couldn't <laughs> even begin to I don't remember what I had for what lunch yesterday I can't remember what I did 2 weeks ago lunch yesterday there's a good question I anyway, I see I didn't lunch. have lunch I missed lunch Yesterday. I had chicken and waffles for lunch yesterday. Oh, that sounds great. It was great. Yeah. And actually, I met this guy this evening. He's uh, he's about to retire from the Army. And him and his wife are doing a chicken and waffle uh, what do you call it? food truck is like what they have going on right stand. now. Yeah. yeah, and then they want to eventually get you know a permanent store location. But uh, next month on the 12th, I'm going to be checking them out. Uh, at a up at an event close to my place, so I'll get to see what they're all about. Because he had lived up in Italy for three years while he was uh, with the army, and he learned how to make Belgium style waffles. So he took a little bit of that back with him. Nice, that's super cool. Report uh, back. Report back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a little tangent about waffles. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, do we have well, an article? We were looking for an article before this started, and I don't know if Neil found one or if Marty found one. Uh, here we are. Article for the week. College football fan, I believe, Iowa State, Andrew. You know, yes. Iowa State. He made a sign for College Game Day when College Game Day came to visit, and he asked for um, a the beer supply is getting low and asked for a restock. And at the very bottom of his sign, put his Venmo handle on there. And soon after, after uh, college game day, 
uh, his bank account started having a lot of money come in. He originally just asked for like enough to buy a resupply of Bush Light, but then six hundred dollars came in, and then more, and he started talking with his family about what what to do with all the funds. And now it's upwards of uh, the article says it's actually a about a million dollars with matching funds that uh, some people are are going to match. And so he has decided that he is going to leave the the Venmo account open for the rest of the month, rest of September, and he will cut a check to the University of Iowa uh, Steed Family Children's Hospital. So he's going to donate all the money minus a uh, cost of a 24-pack of Bush Light to a good well, cause. He, he's also going to be getting free beer for a year from Anheuser-Busch, and they're also going to be matching his donation. So it's uh, it's Anheuser-Busch as well as one other company that's going to be matching his donation. Who's think, the other company, Marty? I think it's Venmo. Um, okay, yeah. But actually, I hadn't even seen that uh, Anheuser-Busch was going to match it and that they was going to give him free beer. So I suddenly want to make a college game day sign. And I, I missed out. Too late. I know. Um, you can't do it now. And so the the cool thing about this, uh, the where he's donating to, uh, w- one thing, he's an Iowa State fan. Iowa, Iowa State, that's a big rivalry over there. They have mm-hmm. the Cyhawk game. But the uh, University of Iowa, that, that uh, medical center for children, they uh, it's right by Kinnick Stadium there. And... I think at the beginning of the third quarter, the whole stadium turns and waves at them because they they can see the field from there. So that's been a tradition here for a year, two years now, I believe. Isn't it? I thought it was Purdue that did that. Nope. I, I knew one school did it. I just I didn't know it was <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure well, it's anyway, Iowa. Yeah, that's pretty cr- crazy that um that that happened. It's, it's really yeah. cool that he's doing that because I feel a lot of people would just keep the money, right? Um, but I think it's kind of nice. It's I, like one of those rare instances where you put some personal information, you know, your Venmo username out there and something good actually happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And But uh, I would say this is a sign of the world not ending, you know, that we're actually capable of good. Did so, you not think we're capable of good, Marty? Well, we did. We a few weeks ago we did stupid signs that the world's ending or society's ending, and this is, I feel, a, a sign, a, a phenomenal sign that the world is capable of good. Like you know, bad is canceled out by the good. So I, I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to agree with you on this, Marty. Uh, I I, just, I don't think there's signs. It's just good people and bad people, and that's just the way they're they're built. All right. I don't think but, there's uh, bad people. I think they're stupid people. All right. Uh, okay. So this guy, he went to game day. He made a sign. All he wanted was a twelve pack of Bush Light, but he got a lot more, and that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But if you guys were going to college game day, what would you write on a sign? For no, no, I wouldn't write anything. I, if there's one thing I would have done differently in that equation. <laughs> Is it wouldn't be fucking Anheuser Busch beer. <laughs> It'd be something that was actually beer. 
and it tasted good. Clear, clearly, you've never that, gone to a state school. You're a beer be, snob. That would be a fucking punishment to get a year's supply of Anheuser-Busch beer. Not if you're in college. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, not if you're in college. State Look. school, Bush Light, game day, especially a, a football school, like a year supply is a lot. But like you, you you get what you drink what you what you get when when you go to a uh, football school like that. Well, apparently not Neil. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I've drunk a lot of beer in my life. All <laughs> kinds of beer, including Anheuser-Busch beer. But, you know. But yeah, what about you, Marty? What what would you put on a sign? Since all Neil would put is, I want better beer. Give me better beer. <laughs> this is my Venmo handle. Uh, well, it would obviously be Go Cougs or classic you know something anti UW um you know for our rivalry um but I think that would be the extent I don't think I would have the the cleverness or the cojones to put my Venmo account or anything or an account out there to <laughs> I would just be a little worried about somebody going oh hey let's hack that account or something so um I just don't know that I would be thoughtful enough to do something like that. Hmm. Andrew, what about yourself? Uh, <laughs> what about you? What would I do? You guys yeah. ready for this one? We're ready. It'd be another step in my uh, never-ending quest to make Marty and his love life the third most talked about topic on this podcast. <laughs> It'd be Marty's <laughs> face and my version <laughs> of his dating profile on there. And you know, I guess I won't want to put his number out there. You know, that'd be rude. But I'd find a way to get people in touch. A PO box. I'd put a PO box on there. But you know, you know, talking of putting things on signs, I sometimes have thought as I've been driving along, like if I'm working on, if I'm releasing a new, a new thing into the world, whether it be a new, a new video game or. Um, a new business or some, you know, a new app or something. I always think, you know, people pay, they must pay a lot of money for these like super premium, um, huge billboards on the side of freeways. Think how many eyeballs they get. And I'm like, I could just like make a big poster and just stick it up there for free. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't cover the whole billboard, right? But it kind of makes you think like, I wonder how effective that sort of thing really is. If you were to like, say I were to just take Marty's phone number again, going back to that and just shove it up on a billboard. Like how many people would actually call it? Please don't. Versus I would not. I don't even know your phone number. Matt, <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. If you make the poster, I'll buy a phone, uh, like a, a burner. Pre- pre- yeah. Oh, not just prepaid Marty, not a burner. It's like a drug dealer. Aren't they called burners? String a bell. <laughs> I'm not that that kind of guy. Come on, no. Uh, I'll get hey, I love the phone. wire. I love we'll the just, wire. We'll, we'll see how many people actually call it. But, oh, call the call the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but we have well, to put something that entices no, them to call, won't we? This is my. This is the problem though, because I've thought about it. Like, imagine this: like you're a you're a struggling app developer or game developer or a musician or whatever, and you have got a new album. And you're like, I want to get it out, but I've got no money, I've got no marketing money. So you're like, I'll just, 
I'll stick something up on the corner of this street that gets, you know, let's say 50,000 cars come by a day or even on a freeway, you're talking like potentially 100, 200,000 cars a day. But I think that's just illegal. That's just vandalism. (laughs) So if you're putting something up that is making your product or your whatever, your phone number is, is out there, you'll probably get, I mean, my fear is, maybe you wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't matter, no one would care. But the fear is, is you're literally saying here, it was Dave, Dave was here. And it's like, oh, you get arrested. Okay, well, at that point, it does become a burner phone if it's vandalism, okay? Best of both worlds. Okay, Let's so definitely it. burner. Okay, and this podcast has is not going to go on the air ever. Cause Until no, Wednesday. Definitely. Although, I guess that's just circumstantial. Yeah, they don't know that the number is going to yeah. be 876 451 <laughs> Three five eight seven. Yeah. Eight, does six, anyone seven, know what five, that area code is? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do know that there is a one eight hundred number that you can call, and it's called the Emergency Holland Oats Hotline. Which, if you've ever needed to hear an Holland Oats song, just at any moment in time, you can call mm. the number, and it gives you like nine songs that they'll play just through your phone. I actually have it saved on my phone. Um, well, don't say it out loud because we'll take down the switchboards, guys. Yeah, we got it right now. Well, it's not... Welcome to Note, your emergency hall and note helpline. To hear one-on-one, please press one. To hear it, girl, please press two. We're going to five. Sorry, I can't do that yet. One, one two, sorry. four. You can't jump ahead, Andrew. You can't jump ahead. Call call one. This is the worst hotline ever. (laughs) That was great. Call one through one through four. You broke it. You 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 went too far without hearing the options. I don't have time for options. Okay, (laughs) it's either you go or you don't. Your emergency hold and Press zero for the operator. Anyway. All right. That's pretty cool, Marty. So you actually have the safety in your phone? Yeah, I do. How often do you call it? Uh, Maybe once, twice a year. Usually when I'm like, hey, you know, there's this number you can call. (laughs) (laughs) for It's a real icebreaker on those Tinder dates. There you go. That's yeah. actually a really good icebreaker. I'm gonna. Yeah. Do they have man eater? Uh, it changes. It rotates. God, I wish they had man eater. Uh, what did you listen to? All the all the options I gave you. No, you were no. You were here. He jumped straight ahead to five. <laughs> well, let let's let's figure this out. Let me take my headphones. But no, I wish they had man eater like the entire time. Yeah, that's all it was. That'd be great. I feel like maybe there's a real like untapped gold mine here because why don't we make these uh licensing IVR oh yeah licensing (laughs) (laughs) and there goes there goes that there goes that idea oh anyways so we were talking about college signs we got really far off here (gasps) nice Andrew's face. 
<laughs> no, and then uh, uh, option four was private eyes. Wait, what was it? What, what option was man eater? Three. Motherfucker. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> you were so close. Oh, man. Uh, that's effectively derailed me for the podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about in regards to Bush Boy and his fund? Do you know the? Do you know his Venmo in case people want to donate? Oh, his Venmo, according to his sign, is Carson K R C A R S O N. Uh, it looks like dash King K I N G dash twenty five. So Carson King 25 is the Venmo. Um, so yeah, if you want to donate, you have until the end of the month, which is only a few days away. All right, guys, what did we learn this week? Uh, we learned about this, the hotline. The call it, <laughs> That's call all notes. we learned about. That's probably the best thing we learned. The you know, hotline was pretty good. I'm I, I'm always happy to tell people about that hotline. It, like, I like Hollow Notes. Like, more people should listen to Hollow Notes. It, I mean, they'll make your dreams come true. I mean, sometimes you should listen to all the options and don't be impatient. Yeah, <laughs> we learned that. Press five. Patience is a you. Press five. <laughs> uh, so many hits. Why wouldn't they have five options at least? If you, uh, if you hold a sign up on College Game Day, be prepared to receive massive amounts of money. To uh, buy you beer, so um, but be a good sport, be a good sport always, and donate that money to charity. Once you get your fill of beer, yes, it does. <laughs> All right, um, so I really like this one. Don't spell part backwards. It's a trap. It's a trap. If you spell the word part, p. Oh, I thought you said park, so I was like, crap. Yeah, if you spell part backwards, <laughs> it's a drop. You know, do your best Admiral Akbar from Return of the Jedi. Oh, that was Akbar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or why does Peter Pan always fly? He, uh, he never lands. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's judgmental head shake says it all, folks. Same head shake you always get. Go ahead and find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Send us your articles so Marty doesn't have to go through all the trouble of finding an article. This was just a rough week. Uh, There wasn't any good ones. Entire week.